ברו. שזה ברו? ברו. אוקיי. היי, אנחנו מאיה בסטודיו, ברוכה. I really wanted to talk about my identity and to talk about my identity I was I mean the, the, the most straight way of expressing my identity was to mix up my two languages yeah a bit like in my brain you know so when I talk with my brother or sisters like half uh, French and Japanese it's like the moment where all my brain's muscle are like relaxed I like mix up the whole languages like uh, both languages so I wanted this both languages to which are really, like really different languages right yeah to s- mix up like really naturally so yeah do, I, do, you, do you find it's like easier if you do it in French or Japanese or it's, it's well, the same? I used to sing more in Japanese like the album just before uh, Kodama I am singing much more in Japanese yeah I, I feel like it's yeah it's easier to to sing in Japanese and how is the writing process like well, that I, was, th- there was a big production so we had yeah Three tracks which like uh, heavily produced I would mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. In, in a very good way mm-hmm. and then much more stripped down with the acoustic guitar yeah and my always the thoughts that I'm thinking about like I would call it electronic music mm-hmm. in, in brackets mm-hmm. is the, the working process that you work first with the loop and then you bring your guitar and you start to write or first you got everything stripped down on the guitar and then you go to the production side of things like it's, it's a question that I found different different with different uh, musicians everybody mm-hmm. have a different approach for it well guitar is not really my instrument like I, I play it I really like enjoy playing it uh, and I play it more and more on live but it's not flute is my is my flute first is your main instrument, instrument. Yeah. Oh. yeah yeah I used to be a flutist before being a singer and now I really love mix up uh, flute and, and and singing but when I compose mm, you really def- it really depends but mm, For this album, I really worked alone like with my laptop and Ableton and tried to also mix up uh, as much as you know real sound acoustic sound um, so I, I like recorded the flute and I would like pitch it or try to oh, nice. sound the flute like differently so there's a lot of flute in my production but we don't really feel okay, like it's, so it's it's got a different yeah. flavor yeah oh that's really cool so 
do you produce it all by yourself? You work with a different producer? Yeah, for this album, I, I really I really try to. Uh, it took me a lot of time because I... How long? I was uh, wondering well, how long does it take to do like an album? It could be like four years or something okay, like that. Okay, that's decent. Yeah. Yeah, because for yeah, I I mean I was I was living in London at at that time. Like I was making it here, and I was uh, really lonely. <laughs> 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 All my musician friends were in Paris, and I was like, okay. And uh, so I really started to, to to you know compose with a uh, laptop and and some flute and some voices and stuff. And um, and then after, so it took me a, a long time because I really needed to go further and further and further of the sound I really wanted to like it was a really long process of um, like research of what what sound I, I want so but it was yeah lonely but interesting time hard but interesting yeah. and then I I asked um, some friends to replace you know the electronic with you know real piano real percussion because I really my background is a really like acoustic like tribal world music okay. jazz that, that's my background so but I love electronic music, but I needed some more, something more warm. Yeah. So as much as I could, I, I replaced with real instrument and yeah, some. But it was right uh, during COVID, so I would just send the track, and then my friend will, uh, you know, record at their place and then send it to me. And then it's a good time to hate musicians because everybody was home. And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I've got some work for you. Oh, yes. <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, please. Exactly. And then, yeah, and then I, I worked with this English guy, um, Magiquer, mm -hmm. who uh, worked in, and lived in Paris for a long time. Um, and he pro, uh, he helped me for like production because so, I made it myself, but I'm really not you know, a geek with this uh, production so he he was and I did it all by myself so I really needed someone outside to to listen, listen to and an to exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's lots of influences like a lot of different influences so it was really nice to have his uh, help to yeah to make it sound um, yeah bring it like together I mean I exactly. know how it is when you sit down and you work and you produce your own music I highly believe like bringing another producer and somebody somebody the mix or the and the master yeah. and obviously you know it's it helps bringing uh they judge it from a different angle exactly some you know. fresh ears yeah fresh ears exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh well that's pretty amazing and do you think like this album is so different from your previous ones in, in the way that he you mm. mix a little bit cuz there was one song that you did as well there's a version in english as well yeah. uh, and you say it's, you, you sing more in French in this one yeah well yeah it's it's not different in a way that I mix, I'm mixing uh, like tribal and um, uh, how can I say and electronic and also it's the, the the only thing that is really similar is that I rearrange these traditional uh, songs from Japan you know okay yeah so that I, I was doing it before on on the um previous album but um yeah what's different is the whole thing that i really brought french more and uh french and japanese are really at the same level in which um, way oh and, and uh, in terms like, of i really approach it in the yeah, album okay, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. okay i thought in the language i was like yeah no, no i mean language yeah yeah it's like the same uh, you know yeah uh, the same pitch you would say <laughs> no like because yeah. yeah it works you change from one to another right right I see what you're saying. Mm -mm -mm. 
So yeah, and also the process of doing it by myself was was new. Like really making the sound my, by myself was really new because before I, I worked with um, like a producer and Fred okay. producer and stuff. So, yeah. yeah, I think so. You know, when you start to do things alone and especially over COVID time, you know, we're sitting in yeah. front of a computer and it's like. <laughs> you know, it's you against the world and it's just the computer. Is, is that something you always wanted to do? Like, when did you realize mm. it was like, I want to be a musician, you know, I'm, I'm going to play an instrument, I'm going to write right. songs. Right. Did, did you have that switch, that moment that you felt that? Mm. Yeah, well, I think what I love the most from the beginning when I, when I started to play, to play and to do music, uh, I was 17 and from that time, um, I think my, my favorite thing is to be on stage. For sure, performing, performing, and and share music with people. But it's important to have this time of really like, you know, fight with yourself. And um, this really lonely moment of crea creation is important. And I think, you know, Ableton and all this stuff really helps. Um, also, but yeah, you could also really get lost because you have lots of choices and everything oh, yeah, is easy. Also, so that's why you really have to. Be careful of okay, just coming back to you and say okay, what I really want. This is maybe too much. This is too much, and this, you know. Yeah, Jeff Buckley said, "Too <laughs> yeah. many options can kill a man." You know. Yeah, like. but more and more, I want to come back in a really simple, like acoustic uh, music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. I, I love the accessibility that we have with yeah. the electronic music. True. But I do agree that the strip down, bringing four musicians right. into a room and and jam and yeah. is, is, this is why I was asking about the writing procedure because yeah. sometimes if you use just the uh, instrumental music in that mm. case and, and it's uh, electronic so sometimes you start with the loop and mm. then you build it up and it's a different way than when a traditional singer songwriter you know when right. you sit down with a guitar or flute or piano mm -hmm. and you write the song and then you do different arrangements you know right uh you had like sort of a marathon three gigs this <laughs> weekend i mean by the time we go be live it's going to be far not yesterday but but my question is it's kind of a funny one but we got like any habits rituals that you do before gigs you know some people like yeah i, I don't need red meat you know, before <laughs> <a gig." laughs> you know yeah well um i think i'm a rare uh, singer that i i can really eat right before because <laughs> you came here like running in set up bam smashed it like <laughs> with no doubt so i was like okay yeah i think if there was some donuts here i would eat it before singing you know but <laughs> yeah well yeah there's something I do is that I I say all the names of people of my family oh, like, and my close friends um, and uh, yeah I, I just say all the name and say thanks. it's like kind of a yeah like a thank like you a you know like yeah exactly oh, and and then when I'm a bit stressed because it really depends on the life sometimes somehow I'm super stressed and some sometimes I'm not at all but when I'm stressed I I, I dance samba. No way. <laughs> How do we miss that? You, we need to get some samba in here. Like, should get you more stressed. Really, really fast. And then I shake my boots. My, yeah, I shake my. Pies. My face. You're the translator. I shake my booty. Booty. Yes. And then it's just, you know, helps to 
release the tension. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I agree, I agree. <laughs> I remember one time I was actually in Paris and I was stressed before a gig and I just started running around the venue because <laughs> I had to release everything. Yeah, out. yeah, right, the it's same great. thing. Yeah. So uh, I want you to talk a little bit about the tunes that mm-hmm. you did. So you, you, we named them one by one. Yeah. And perhaps you give us a little bit of a story behind. Cause sure, sure. Unfortunately, my Japanese is not as good as really? my English, even though I am a Kobayashi. <laughs> even though you're a Kobayashi. <laughs> um, yeah, so Tokyo Ondo is um, a traditional like party song from Japan. And it, it, it celebrates uh, the city. And I really like singing it because Tokyo is the city I was born and it's also the city I, I started to do music. Like I really started my career there. So and then I stayed for like eleven years playing with crazy artists and stuff there. So it, it, yeah, it, it was it's important for me to sing this song to celebrate and thanks this nice. city. Nice, I like it because it had like this really big heavy beat. I think that was the first single I played. That's the first time I yeah exactly. introduced uh, right. to you with mm. with your music. Yeah, uh, and after that. After that, there was half, well, hafu. Hafu. Yeah. So hafu is a uh, well. It, we, we talked about it a bit earlier. We, but I want yeah, the listeners yeah, to yeah, hear yeah, as well because yeah, I yeah, thought it was sure. a part important right. part of the conversation. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's and it's and it's an important tune um, of this album because it really talks about. I mean, the whole album is a real celebration of um, people who are in between. Celebration of people who walks on the, who walk on the borders. So that's the whole. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, that's. I think lots of songs kind of like relate to to this message. So Hafu, uh, I really talk about my identity of being um, mixed race um, because it comes from the word half, like English word half, because that's how we call Japanese uh, like mixed race, like Japanese and half Japanese and half um, foreigner people uh, in Japan. Mm-hmm. So it comes from a kind of a dark uh, background uh, at the beginning. That's why it's like, oh, you you are half. So it's like you are only half Japanese, and the other half, we're like, we don't care, right? <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, it's kind of negative, but um, now not anymore. I mean, I don't think it's really negative. I mean, now because we have more and more mixed race people, and half being half is, you know, there's more and more like TV stars and models and singers that are half. So it's a bit more fancy and cool. But um, I wanted to to kind of make fun with this word and uh, to make like a hymn of uh, us, like mixed race people, people, because I feel like we are important. I mean, we uh, like like when I say um, half, like it's for half people. It's not only for us. It's for all the people who. F- feel Mix. like we are yeah. like oh, okay. you you know yeah. you are from israel but you are living in in london yeah. and i'm sure you have this like feeling of being in between and you all you will always miss one the other parts yeah there's always that uh, my daughter was born here okay my partner is from germany so okay you know, right so that, she's a half yeah, too yeah exactly yeah. so she grew up like now speaking quite a lot of hebrew a lot of german oh wow a bit of english eventually she's you know gonna Amazing. have that moment when she choose the language that you would want to communicate the most yeah. I, mean, I think as long as we're here it's probably going to be english but i totally understand what you're saying in terms of like you're here my life is here it's everything but i'm always going to have something different than i guess people that 
was born here in that case. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I really wanted to talk about this kind of mixed feeling of feeling free and feeling like not like you are, you know, like feeling like you don't belong to somewhere. Yeah. Is something that you could feel fragile and weak, but it's also so strong also to have this freedom of feeling like you don't belong to somewhere. Yeah. So I really wanted to talk about that uh, in that song um, and to celebrate because I feel like more more and more like we kind of get afraid of, of you know, stranger or like foreigners or things that we don't know. Human are like this yeah, a bit. People. We're scared, you know. So I think these half people, people who are in between, they are the one. They are future. Like we are future, and we of are course. the one that's gonna translate, make the bridge, <laughs> be, make the know, bridge, and be. The so yeah, I wanted to make a song like yeah, let's be proud of being in between it. You don't have to choose. Like it's okay. Like we don't have to fit in a box. Like yeah. So yeah, that was, that was a message. Sorry, it's a bit long, but no, 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 no. it's uh, <laughs> it's all about because it's all. I think it's very important part of the album yeah. concept, right? Because totally it, it remind me the name of the album is Aida, Aida, which is it, it means in between. Ah, in between. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I had it linked with identity. Uh, yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> okay. and uh, the third tune. Uh, it was Hanakasa. That's uh, like Tokyo, though it's um, it's a traditional song from Japan that we I we arranged, and I really I think it's my favorite tune actually. So I'm really I'm really happy you chose that you chose that one, um, because I think it's the first time because I I used to really love like it's one of my passion even obsession of rearrange this traditional song, uh, we could, we, like we could call it like blues from Japan or you know it's like okay, fisherman wow. song party song it's a kind of song that were transmitted orally, you know? Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows who wrote it. Like, Nobody yeah. knows who wrote it. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I think it got changed through, you know, the time. Yeah. And um, and I really like this energy. And it's so original. Like, the, the melody is original. I really like the power of it. And, uh, yeah, it just, I like singing it. And in that Hanakasa one, with my rapper friend who really helped me uh, to to mix French and Japanese, she helped me to write um, the French lyrics on the Japanese traditional uh, melody. So wow. I think it's really first time that mix um, became like I think it's it's the only tune that we can hear nice. uh, these two languages deeply mixed, wow. even in the lyrics. I'm talking about. Um, uh, like, come on, the exile. Okay. So, so and all the yeah. flute lines is that apart from the original? Is that your yes. own elements that you bring into it? <laughs> yes, but I'm changing it a lot. Like, yeah. there's if it would be really funny if you we'll have time to to put the the original of Tokyo Ondo and all the traditional song I'm doing because I'm be like, what is it the same song? But yeah, I, I this one I wanted to I don't know it just naturally I I wanted to mix this kind of rhythm which is like six eight rhythm so it's like it could sound more like. Uh, Arabic or yeah, yeah, it's um, had a little bit know, of a Middle Eastern exactly. So um, yeah, I think it it was natural to have that kind of beat and in the melody. Yeah, it, it's I I got inspired from the original version, but it's but I changed it a little bit. Nice. Mm. That 
I really enjoyed that one because okay. uh, I was passing to the songs and I enjoyed the whole album. But mm -hmm. you know, it's always you know you try to pick like few tunes that you know can can work and I can feel related mm -hmm. to. And each one of them had that sort of melodies that mm -hmm. that capture me because mm -hmm. you know I'm always kind of following a lot of the instrumental music. Mm -hmm. But and when I listen to tunes which I don't understand the language, mm -hmm. for me the vocal is just another instrument because right. I don't know what you're singing about <laughs> you know so so it's have to hit me in a feeling and mm -mm. it definitely did okay nice uh, the last song Ringo Ringo I think yes so Ringo means apple and it's a traditional song pretty famous in, in, in Japan in which language oh sorry sorry it means apple in Japanese okay <laughs> I never knew that <laughs> yes Ringo and um and so it's a it's a song pretty famous in Japan I think all the Japanese people know knows this song um, it talks about uh, like a young lady that is watching the apple uh, blossom and um, she's remembering her mom who passed away at this same uh, season so my version is like a homage of, uh, to my dad who passed okay. away and that's why he's talking that's my dad talking so I, I picked up some interviews that I found on the internet and I mixed up uh, some interviews and uh, because yeah, he's really talking about his philosophy of life, and he has a really authentic, really like uh, unique. Um, he was an artist, and okay. uh, he had a really unique way of living and unique way of thinking about life. And I oh, so that's his. Uh, what he was saying. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's very beautiful what he's saying. I think on YouTube, uh, when you type like Ringo, the on the on the music video, there's a translation. Okay. Yeah. I'll definitely check it out. Yes, yes. That that was beautiful, and especially with the sample, we were like thinking: should we use that, or not use that? And then it is mm. perfect. And you say your dad was an artist, yeah. Because you know, not a lot of people come and say like, my dad have a, a recording of the dad in an interview. So yes. now you now you <laughs> open a channel in my head, like, okay, so what what did your dad do? <laughs> <laughs> Pierre Barou. He's um, he was a, a singer. Um, he he wrote some of the really very famous song in 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 France. Oh. It's more like chanson, chanson singer. You say chanson, right? I don't know. Um, I it's like you. French French you. music, chanson singer. Okay. Like, so um, yeah, there's or oh, maybe there's one you know. Comme nos voix chante tout bas That's yes. He oh wrote, my God. He wrote the lyrics. <laughs> Do you realize uh, that? There's another one, but maybe less uh, famous. Here. That's like, mm. as soon as you hear it, you get like this amazing <laughs> feeling in your body. That's it's from the you. movie A Man and a Woman. Yeah. It got really famous, but it's a long time ago. Maybe your parents would know, <laughs> would know Probably. the movie. <laughs> Probably, yeah. My dad was obsessed with everything French. Like oh, my, my so grand, I'm sure he knows. Thing, like, sure yeah, knows. yeah, big, big thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so I, I like to find a space in in the show when we interview people is for kind of like if it comes naturally mm -hmm. a space for a, a, a funky story from from the road like you know because oh, wow. we were all like touring and there's always like a, 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 a awkward gig or <laughs> oh yeah there was <laughs> so funny much situation. but I don't even know which one to choose okay um, uh, I let it brew in your head and at the same time uh, think about like you know Recent gigs, even it's easier, you know. Sometimes when you come and I don't know, the setup is just wrong, or, or the crowd, or any fun, funny stories that happen on yeah. the roads. Because I think for people that 
see it from the side. It all looks like bed of roses, you know, that everything is fantastic. You come and you get your hotel and you <laughs> do your gigs. Um, what is this uh, country beside Romania? Um, Bulgaria. Bulgaria, thank Bulgaria. you. So um, I went for a tour in Bulgaria. We had to land in Romania and then take a car because it was like on the border of between like Romania and Bulgaria. So we had to, so I, we all arrived, the whole band, we were like five musicians. My sister was here too because she, she speaks Romanian. Nice. <laughs> yeah, my sister is crazy. So she's like Franco-Japanese, Romanian gypsy girl. Um, so she came and she, she, was, she really helped us to, you know, because people don't really speak English and stuff. So we arrived and the, it was supposed to, we had, like, we were supposed to have this car. But in the airport, like, we find for this uh, place and uh, people don't really understand. And we stayed for, like, hours and they... Uh, that we have to wait and then uh, like finally we could talk to someone and and, he, and they say like there's no car so we're like okay so we have the old instrument and we were like I think we had to play that day or the day after I don't remember but we really had to get there right so it was a big stress <laughs> uh, I don't know somehow we we managed to get a car so and then we drove to Bulgaria Uh, and then once there, so we, it was like, I, I had like four musicians, so it's like a big setup, uh, percussionist, drummer, and two yeah. keyboard player. And uh, so we were supposed to have a lot of, lot of equipment and stuff. And <laughs> so we, my, my keyboard player is like, so where, where is the keyboard stand? And the guy's like looking, or he was acting like looking, I don't know, it took, I don't know, like forever. And he comes back with the iron stand, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Is yeah, it iron yeah. stand, is it? Yeah, 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 like iron board. Uh, iron no? board. Yeah? Yeah. And and I was laughing so much, but the keyboard player wasn't laughing at all. He was like, okay, this is a real problem. This is not possible, blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> the French, like, you know, proper, French. Like, <laughs> <shouting>. Parisian, <laughs> yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> complaining. I, and I was like, oh, but that could work, you know, we should try. He's like, are you serious? Yeah, it's, uh, it's Europe and compared it's, to Europe, you know. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, so, yeah, and because like the keyboard was pretty heavy and it wasn't, it wasn't stable at all. So he was like, no, I'm gonna, like, this is not possible. Like, my keyboard is gonna fall and so we were oh like okay okay so I stopped laughing and I tried to find a way I don't remember it was yeah a few years ago I don't remember what happened but what was oh yeah solution? I think we, we we brought like a table a table yeah yeah yeah. that's better than the uh, iron stand, like. but yeah just the iron board was like just so funny oh my god yeah, that's, so, yeah that, those that things happen man like you can <laughs> you can show up in, in <laughs> venues and they You know, I'm quite tall, so sometimes they bring me a DJ table, which is super low, and it's like, there's no way I can bend down the whole <laughs> you gig. You have to see, like, a yeah, Japanese it, style, you know? Yeah, like, on my knees. On your knees, and then you're like, ouch! Yeah, yeah. no, I, I definitely been and, there, and I know somehow, those stories. Don't you feel like sometimes, like, sometimes like, when there's one issue, then there's, there's, of course, two and three and four, like, it just... Yeah, yeah, the troubles, they come together. They all come together. So, yeah, like... You know, at one point you're like, okay, let's laugh. Like, you know, it's, just it's it. gonna happen. Like, yeah, let's just do it. Yeah, we, we forgot the guitar on the train once, and the and we, the funny things that we stood on the platform and the train was there for like half an hour. Only after the train left, we were like, oh, where's the guitar? No. Yeah. Oh my god. Funny enough, oh. somebody found it. Yeah. And and uh, gave it 
to to the train station and some we managed to get it back like six oh, wow. months later but oh, it was crazy wow. man like, <laughs> so, yeah wow you're lucky but though because it yeah, was very lucky but the the fact is that we were there standing in the mm. train standing on the platform for like half an hour and nobody realized until the train oh, left wow. and we started to go uh but back at you yeah any great albums tracks that inspire you that it's a fall to that you go back to thinking like oh yeah i, I feel inspiration i'm gonna mm. listen to this one anything that you yeah. heard recently that came out something old something new yeah 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 um so should i uh should i say the name or, uh, or, yes yeah please. um <laughs> so there's uh yeah there's french few, japanese uh, yeah 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 anything. well okay anything so there's this um this artist, I like. I think I'm really um, inspired, but by, by all these uh, singers and that are also musicians and are making their own tracks and stuff, and that are also mixing tribal stuff and electronics and more like, modern stuff. So there's Juana Morina. Juana Morina, okay. She's from Argentina, and um, she, yeah, I think her sound is amazing, and it, I keep like listening to her. Um, it's uh and it doesn't get old you know it's like she nice. she's mixing electronic but really in a smart way and uh she's a guitarist and singing um yeah i really like her sound there's uh yara uh yara leno yeah she's brazilian okay um and she's uh, she's also a yeah composer and making all her sound and she's mixing like t- traditional brazilian uh, crews and tribal stuff and um, electronics and she's always I really I really appreciate that respect this artist who are always researching yeah. and always um, deeper and deeper and I think she's really inspiring and uh, so more recently there's uh, this French lady called La Chica La Chica yeah La Chica she's half Venezuelan and half French I think she's really, really amazing. She's a, a pianist and singer, and um, her really last album is piano solo with the singing, kind of a, um, more more acoustic. But uh, but the, the the album she's produced uh, before was mainly electronic and mixing with the. She's only um, singing in Spanish, but okay. yeah, I think she's really, really one of the most inspiring um, singer in France, I think, uh, for me. Um, and there's a lot, like, these days, these few weeks, months, like, I've, um, you know, I, I go to this, I went to this kind of jam, and I met so many interesting and amazing like, young singers that are mixing more and more half singers, you know? Okay. Like, uh, this... Uh, uh, Syrian um, French girl, uh, the uh, the band is Sarab, Sa- Sarab. Sarab, yeah, they're really really cool. Um, mixing with more like rock, uh, jazz, and Arabic, uh, like Syrian Syrian uh, song. I think I know um, them. I think I yeah. play them actually on the oh, show, okay. and I got like okay. a seven inch. Uh, yeah, they, they have, have like trombone inch. player and yeah, like yeah, lots yeah. of guys. Yeah, oh, quite cool. Yeah, I know quite cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else? Um, yeah, and then I, I, I mean, I, 
I love going back to my roots, like listening to Brazilian. I, I really, really like Brazilian music. I think that's, nice. uh, that's my favorite. Even though I don't do Brazilian stuff, but I think it's but my that's favorite the, that's music. That's the beauty of it. Because, you know, <laughs> just because you like it doesn't mean you need to do it. But yeah. it still gives you sort of a vibe and inspiration. Yes, and I think. Like, like Eris Regina. Eris Regina is a... Yeah. She passed away, but she's an amazing singer uh, from Brazil. Really powerful. Uh, Baden Powell, the uh, guitarist from Brazil, he passed away too. But yeah, I come back to these uh, people a lot, this um, musician a lot. Any um, Japanese hidden gems yeah. there that we don't um, know about? Yeah, the thing is that it's, it's funny because I, I don't used to really listen to Japanese stuff. Um, <laughs> I grew up listening to world music and jazz and yeah, yeah, because that was my environment with my dad because he was a producer and uh, he produced a lot of um, world music and um, Brazilian and stuff. Um, but yeah, there's this musician, really, really amazing. He's, he's called Yasuo Kishimizu. Mm -hmm. He was one of the, uh, we can say, like, um, friend and, um, uh, of Luigi uh, Sakamoto, YMO, and all these people. Uh, he really yeah. played out a lot with them. So he's pretty old, but uh, he's still doing music and he's a saxophonist and he's a composer and he mixed, his last uh, project was like mixing Ethiopian and oh, Japanese nice. stuff. Wow. Uh, yeah, really, 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 really good. Um, so that he's a really inspiring um, artist for sure. And there's a lot in Japan, but um, there's a lot of people who inspires me as a this like freedom of creativity and generosity and you know because I really started music there and I got like you know so much from from these people but musically maybe that's not the influence but but sometimes um, it's the other things that's around you that give you the inspiration yeah yeah to, to do what you do you know yeah like, oh for uh, sure for sure I mean I wouldn't be the same artist if I if I didn't start in Tokyo you know I think, it, well, I think really Tokyo is incredible I've never been I really want to go and everybody <laughs> oh, goes yeah. like you gotta go Kobayashi you have to go Kobayashi san you have to go I'm going yeah. in May Chicago. No way! <laughs> I had a guest no, here like about a month ago that he was there, Leo, Leo Spear, and he was there and he was like, oh man, it was incredible. He's yeah. a digger, record collector. Oh wow. Okay. And he had like a whole day that, you know, he went just oh, to yeah. dig for music and he came back with some really funky stuff. Like, mm, yeah. yeah, I sent you the link. You gotta listen to that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I think I'm overwhelmed in general <laughs> and you're incredible. You, ca you came. <laughs> Honestly, I, I thought, you know, because we were running a bit late and I thought you're going to come with a bit out of breath. We're like, bam, it's just the back down, set up, boom, let's do it. Like, smashed it straight one, up. One, two, one, two, three, let's go. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> do you see yourself like in the future uh, based in the UK, France or Tokyo? Um, well, right now I, I like being in based, be based in, in, in Paris. Yeah. And... And go and like come to London, you know, more and more. That it's so that easy be, with the Eurostar. It's so easy. Bush. Exactly. Right. I have more and more friends here. And I think it's so, it's amazing how in two hours you are so far, yeah. Yeah, you know, know, in every point. So I really like, I really like it. And yeah, going to Tokyo uh, more. Yeah. Because right now I'll go like at least once a year, which is not a lot. And I miss yeah. Tokyo a lot. No so way. I hope I can make it more. Like best, best spots in Tokyo that you go, where would you like say like, oh, if you go to Tokyo, you gotta go. Nah, no, it's not, it's well, if you come to Tel Aviv, I'll be send you to this the best shawarma falafel place. <laughs> <laughs> so where, where well, would you I would say us? go to Golden Guy. 
Okay. So then, guys, uh, one of the really hidden um, streets uh, behind uh, big buildings of Shinjuku, which is like the most hectic uh, place. And there, there's like a traditional uh, streets. Well, it's, it's really, really tiny, small bars. Oh, there's God, like 250 tiny, tiny bars. There's only like maybe five seats. <laughs> and there's one uh, with like... Don't say waitress because she's there. Like she's the mama son. We call her the, the mama, mama son. son. Yeah, of she's course, the mother. Of you know? I I did that job for five years when I was super young. But it's so funny, you know. People come to talk to you, and then you make people introduce between them, and just yeah. Is the, this amazing? The, the mood uh, is. It's you feel like in a movie. You know, it's just yeah. The, you know, in Monitor Crescent, there's this uh, restaurant called uh, Asakusa. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite Japanese. Really? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, I and should go then. I mean, I haven't been for years, but for <laughs> when I when I used to go, I used to go quite a lot because I knew this Japanese musician and he recommended that space. Okay. And as soon as you come in, everything is in Japanese. There's the mama-san there, you know, like incredible. And, oh, wow, and okay. And about, I would say, 85% of the people that eat are Japanese, you know, and, and it's a good Asakusa. sign, you know. Okay, yeah, that's a good sign for yeah. sure. But, and, and it's always had that, Nice warm feeling, mm. you know. So I was imagine if I've been Japan, <laughs> similar <laughs> to that. But there's a great culture there, like about that listening bars, you know. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. get to yeah. do some of those because here in the UK we got few, mm-hmm. but apparently there is like you know you go yeah. and you be quiet. Well, Japanese yeah. people when they do something, they really do it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> they go for it full power. Oh yeah, yeah, amazing. <laughs> for everything, so. amazing. So you've been a great guest, and thank you thank so you much so for much coming. Thank you so much for having me. The album is out. Yes. Uh, are you got any more dates coming up this summer in the UK um, or in Europe where we can see? Because yes. we got like worldwide listeners. It's the most <laughs> popular show you can. Yeah, find. I usually tour in France more right now, but the idea is to come back a lot uh, more often in the UK. I might have uh, some more gigs coming in June here and in August, but. It's a it's a plan. So, but yeah, I have I have a uh, lot of gigs in, in in France this summer, and nice. uh, I'm going to Tokyo. I'm gonna play in Tokyo too. If there's some listeners from Tokyo, yeah. In Kyoto, I'm going to Kyoto, Kobe, in in Tokyo. So yeah, have a look. I don't know in my website. <laughs> yeah, we, we Last and final question: Best online radio. Soho Radio. Cracking. <laughs> B-side session. Thank you, Maya. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for coming down. Thank you. Thank you.